Hello, and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joey Crunwell, here today with two people whose nicknames I forgot to write because we had a lot to talk about before the show, but Paul, nickname guy, Grosskopf. Sup, laser, laser face. That's oh, I should have done something your, with Predator. That's your, that's your nickname. And it's based laser on face? the fact that we watch Predator. Yep. Yeah. Because you shoot people in the face with a laser because you're the Predator. That's right. And, and oh, I'm going to think of something for Ron. Ron, ain't got time to bleed. Kluinski. There we go. Joey, you go, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't repeat any of Jesse Ventura's jokes. Oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely not going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, Ron, do you have any you want to you throw it? <laughs> Remember that on a helicopter he said something about Yeah, he said uh he was talking about Chew. What did he say exactly? Something um, friendly yeah. something. Yeah. How do I tell that guy's um, jokes? Uh hmm? Poncho's how do I tell Poncho's jokes? Those were pretty good, right? Was it Poncho? No, it's not Poncho, it was the other guy. Who's the other guy? Oh, uh, Shane Black is the person who plays him, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Explain the joke. <laughs> 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 well, I like, I like in the movie Predator thought it was really funny. He is like, ah, oh, yeah. remember from <laughs> I finally get it. All oh, these humans are actually <laughs> worth saving. <laughs> Shit, what have I done? I killed myself. His, yep. it, was, it was his his Darth Vader redemption moment. Luke, leave me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, he took his mask off and everything. Yeah. Oh man, it's the same movie. <laughs> Only Luke was like, "You ugly motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> then he threw a floppy spear at him. God, yeah. there's, there's so many just like limp, like like actions in that movie. Oh, like, not that handshake. That was hard. <laughs> no, that handshake was oh, super yeah. hard. Uh, but yeah, just like Dylan hitting him with the pillow, the, oh, or hitting God. she hit him with the pillow log. And then, yeah, just throwing the, the limp spear. Just to- <laughs> That's one of those things that would bother the shit out of me if I directed that movie. And every time I watched it, I saw her go to hit him and you hear. I'd be like, I need to do a director's cut where I just add that sound effect. That's it. That's all I care about. Just make it sound like she actually hits him with something hard, hard enough to knock him this like trained, hardened soldier. I wonder if that's even going to get picked up at the gate, though. Oh, the sound? Yeah, the... Oh, (laughs) I'll add something. I'll I'll go get the sound from the actual movie. There you go. I'll splice it in. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so we did. We watched Predator yesterday, uh, not as part of the podcast or anything like that, but it was was a lot of fun, and we're going to hopefully watch Prey. Just because of Prey? No. Well, it was a summer movie. It was on my... I think it was on my summer watch list earlier when we did that episode about that. And it's just, I don't know, I just had an itch to watch it this summer, and then Prey came out, and everyone's talking about the, the movie, and, and I've been seeing lots of good stuff about it. And so then Paul, Tab, and I had mentioned doing a, a watch party at some point, and so then it was just like, why don't we just watch it this week, since we can maybe then watch Prey together or something like that. So, And then the sequel's going to be Eat, Prey, Love, but it's going to be oh. The Predator. Oh, mm. 
The Predator yeah. is played by Javier Bardem. And the main yeah. character is Julia Roberts, and they fall in love. <laughs> and he kisses his son on the lips, and you go, wow, that's an affectionate dad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a Predator, so it's with the, with the mandibles. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's a little face hug. Like the face hugger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so exciting in Predator 2. This is before... Alien versus Predator was ever even like a like we ever could imagine that it could be a real thing. At the end of Predator Two, when Danny Glover's going onto the ship, you see the skull of an alien mm-hmm. in like the trophy the, case, the and it was like, oh man, that was so that was so exciting at the time. And then it took forever for them to make the movie, and it was like years of rumors, and maybe they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was Fox that bought the rights to both of them or one of them and they had the rights to both of them and it finally they, became a real thing. They owned, I believe they owned the rights to Alien originally. I think and they a, bought the rights to Predator. I think so. And then it was a decent movie. It wasn't bad. It was weird that it was PG-13, but... I never saw it. <gasps> I think I think because it was PG-13, I'm like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, like, it's, it's fine. Alien it's versus fine. Predator? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. It should have been R, and it should have been... Yeah, I don't know. Well, because, like, they... Both, like, the later Alien sequels and Predator both kind of took up the idea of, like, we're sending a bunch of badasses into a situation. They're taking on aliens, or they're taking on predators. And then, like, yeah, this one is kind of, like, a weird, like, they're scientists, and they're kind of involved, but then you end up, as the movie goes on, you're like, I wish we were spending less time with these people and more time with the aliens and predators. So, like, yeah, I don't know, like, having having really charismatic badass characters at the center of it makes more sense than like, just like regular schmucks who like stumble into an ancient war between alien and aliens and predators. And both those franchises were moving in that same direction. Like thinking about how aliens is structured, it's basically identical to predator, you know, from what we watched last night. And like, if they had kept with that formula when they combined the two, it would have been magic. And they had the rock in it. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Right, right, because that's the thing is like, again, Predator like Alien is a horror movie, but it doesn't feel like it because you got like these big burly men. But that's why I made the joke last night about is Arnold Schwarzenegger a final girl? Because he kind of is, you know what I mean? He's like Mm -hmm. the last one standing and he's like, I got to take this thing down, which he does. But I, I, I never realized how the ending for Predator is basically the ending for Resident Evil. No, Resident Evil. The helicopter like scene like that's oh, basically yeah. that's basically the end of predator like 100 percent. yeah uh i never that put that is. together before that was that yeah. was my that was my joke about you know save jill but didn't save barry barry wasn't on the helicopter i've got this, this. and at one point the one dude's like you almost became a arnold sandwich no i'm just kidding okay <laughs> we're we're done you're poopy on myself <laughs> He can't see me. <laughs> so as we mentioned last week, this week we're doing uh, sort of a filler show. So we three in particular, um, but I think Tab as well, are moving along more slowly than expected in Disco Elysium. I think part of it is just our play style. We like to experience 
the whole story and poke and prod and do side quests and stuff. So we're not doing Disco Elysium Part 2 this week. We're doing it next week. So this week we're doing Desert Island Games Part 2. So early in the podcast's history life, um, Tab and I did it, did an episode where we talked about that age-old question among gamers, which which games would you bring to a desert island if you had no multiplayer and, and that kind of thing? We did a few variations. And I realized recently that you guys weren't a part of the podcast yet at that point. And so I want to hear your Desert Island games. Um, I'll throw mine out there. I don't remember what mine were, and I couldn't find... I didn't have notes on that episode, weirdly enough. So I'm not sure what mine were, but I'll throw out the ones that I think they probably were or ones that I would want. But I think Stardew Valley really, was on that list. It's got to be on one of them, yeah. I think so. But I want to hear hear from you guys. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. It's sort of, again, sort of a filler week. And then next week we'll do the final, the second and final episode for the Disco Elysium Game Club. So once again, if you are playing along, um, play till the end. Write us in any questions that you have, prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com. And before we get into that and the news and everything, I have a little bit of a personal announcement. So... I have teased it on a couple of previous episodes because this has basically sort of been unfolding over the last two months, but um, I am leaving academia. So I mentioned um, when we first started the podcast that I am uh, finishing up my PhD in English studies and I am writing my dissertation on video games, on Japanese video games in particular. And I've been sort of like hemming and hawing and dragging my feet with the dissertation in part because I didn't have a clear vision for my future and I, I didn't feel comfortable in academia. And so I had been applying on and off to sort of video game industry positions that I thought would be good fits or that I thought would, um, that I would, I would love to have. And I was like, well, if I got the opportunity, absolutely. And I got one of those jobs. I starting August 22nd, I'm going to be a copywriter for PlayStation. So Wait, what? it, yeah, you didn't know first I'm hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? Oh my God. Well, I did. I, I don't know. I didn't. I'm not, I'm not a good, not a good, um, <laughs> improv partner right now. I did not expect that, but, um, no, Ron, Ron knew, listener, please. Let me, let me just, <laughs> he's being a jerk. Um, no, it's, it really is a dream job. Like I can't, I can't even explain. Um, it's, I, I can't talk about the interview process at all. I'm under NDA for that. So I won't talk about that, but I'll just sort of talk about my kind of general experience. Um, because when I was a kid, Ron, you, you, you read Nintendo Power, right? When you were a kid? I mean, Do you as remember much the, as I could read, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, wasn't still very much. still learning. So I was going to say, you're still you're getting there. But yeah. um, no. Do you remember the issue where they covered there was a feature on DigiPen, and they talked about DigiPen is this college for video games, oh, yeah, and yeah. Nintendo had a partnership I, I, with it. I remember it. seeing it. I don't know if I ever went back and like reread it as more of an adult that would understand it. Um, yeah. But I do remember that that was that was pretty early on. That was like was early, early, yeah. Probably like what mid nineties, mid to late nineties. I think yeah, I think it was early to mid nineties actually, because I was I think I was like twelve years old. I looked it up and I think it was like nineteen ninety four, maybe like August ninety four or something like that. And um, 
they had this feature in Nintendo Power about DigiPen and getting into the video game industry. They were like, we have all these questions all the time about people. How do you get into the video game industry and everything? And so they had interviews with different developers and they had like interviews with like game directors and art directors and um, art producers and just producers in general and musicians and conductors, not conductors, uh, you know, people who wrote video game scores and all these different positions. And I was reading avidly because at that point in time, I wanted to be a writer. I was like a big fan of like reading and Stephen King and all these other things. And so I loved video games and I was like, oh, I could be a video game writer. Like people write these video games, right? Like I'm going to write for video games. And there was no writer writer in there at all. There was no writing at all in that issue. And so I was sort of disheartened, but I thought maybe they overlooked it. Maybe they don't place a lot of importance on it, but like someone is writing these big epic scripts. That was the same year or was, I think it was 95 because it was the same year that I ended up falling in love with Chrono Trigger and Earthbound and Final Fantasy, these like big RPGs with like, you know, huge scripts. And I'm like, someone's writing those. Someone else who read Nintendo Power must have had the same thought because in the next issue, someone had written in to the editors and said, I'm confused. You didn't have anything about people who write video games. And the editor's response was like, oh, yeah, you know, we reached out to someone at DigiPen or someone, you know, who's in the industry to ask them. And they said, basically, there's no such thing like that. Basically, video game directors and producers are the ones who write it especially early on, whoever came up with the scenario for the game, whoever came up with like the core idea, they usually wrote out the story and then the whole team sort of tag team dialogue throughout. And so there's, there was just no such thing. There was no like, Oh, you want to be a video game writer? And so I, my dreams were sort of crushed at that point. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll be a world famous rock star. You know, I won't be, I won't do any writing in video games, but then in my teenage years, when I was getting ready to go to college, I was thinking, well, okay, so maybe there's no such thing as a video game writer at this point, but I like reading video game journalism. So that sort of became my new dream. And when I went off to the Air Force, that's what I, I, I wanted to do. I used to blog on the oneup.com po- uh, page website all the time. And I really wanted to be a video game journalist. And so I was thinking I'm going to go to school for journalism and get into the industry and I did. I was taking night classes and I took classes on journalism and everything when I was in Alabama. Uh, and then when I got out and I jumped, I went back to school almost right away and I got my degree in English. And then I started going to grad school and there were two things. Number one, the video game industry seems very enclosed and like you kind of have to know people. At least that's the impression that I had. So I started giving up hope again. I was like, I guess I'm not going to end up working in the video game industry uh, and then I went on to do my PhD and I was like, I, I'll just be, I'll go on to be a professor. Like that's, that's fine, I guess, you know? Um, and then I applied for this job, this copywriting position, again, not thinking much at all because I, I didn't have any industry experience at all. Um, and then I got a call to interview and I was so excited and flattered and humbled, but I thought, well, I'm, I'm probably not going to get it, but and we were having these discussions like off, obviously not on the podcast, but like behind the scenes, I was like, you know, I am probably not going to get it, but how flattering to get an interview with PlayStation, like PlayStation global, like what a big deal. Like, I can't believe they took an interest in me. And so I was already sort of moving past the interview process thinking, 
you know, I have to just be realistic about this. In the fall, I'm going to be teaching again. I'll finish my dissertation. I'll get a tenure track position if I'm lucky, all that kind of stuff. And again, I can't talk about the interview process, but it turned out that I, I actually got the job. So I am still in a little bit of like stunned shock. It's again, a dream job. Uh, I'm so excited. You know, we have talked plenty of times about PlayStation previously on the the podcast and it's no, it's no secret that I'm a huge fan of theirs. So to be, um, as of, you know, two weeks from now to be an employee of this company, which I love so much and which is such an important part of my history is again, just a, a, a true dream come true. Literally too, because I forgot to mention this. I had a dream and I am not, I do not believe that dreams are prophetic or symbolic. You know what I mean? Like I think dreams are complicated and, and, and things like that, but I don't believe that, Oh, I dreamt about this. So it's going to come true yet. Before I got the job offer, I had a dream that the recruiter called me, uh, that I woke up to a voicemail from the recruiter and she's like, can you give us a call? And in my dream, I was like, at first I was excited cause I'm like, oh, she probably wants me to call cause like they're, they're going to offer me the job. And then I was like, no, that's, that's stupid. Like she's probably calling to just be professional and say, sorry, like, you know, we, we, um, enjoyed, you know, speaking with you, but we're going to go some, you know, in a different direction. And so then I woke up from that dream and I was like, oh man, it's just, just, oh, sorry, sorry. I should finish the dream. I called her in the dream and, she, and I was like, she's like, Hey, nice to hear from you. And I was like, you know, I, uh, yeah, I'm nice to hear from you as well, but I, I think you have bad news for me. And she said in my dream, no, actually we have good news. Here's this job offer. And so I woke up from that dream feeling good at first. Like, Oh my God, what a, what an exciting dream. I actually got the job offer. And then I had the realization that it was, you know, it was just a dream. And so I was like, Oh, you stupid son of a bitch. Why are you <laughs> allowing yourself to be excited about this? And like, you know, you shouldn't have that mentality. You have to go into the mentality of like, it's going to be another normal kind of fall semester and everything. And then that was on Saturday. That following Wednesday, so less than a week later, I was driving home from work. Uh, I was teaching high school college prep at the time. And the recruiter called me and I missed her call because it it's complicated, but my car's Bluetooth is stupid. So I missed her call and she left an, a voicemail saying, hey, just wanted to check in and maybe talk about how the second interview went. And then I was like, same thing like in my dream. I'm like, oh my God, she wants to chat. And I'm like, oh, but it's way too early. There's no way. I'm like, oh man. So... I'm thinking it's going to be one of two things, probably. Uh, number one, it's literally just going to be checking in to see how the interview went, which didn't make a ton of sense. But number two, it's going to be her saying like, you know, thanks, but no thanks, like in my dream. But exactly like in my dream, I called her and she uh, she said that, you know, that she got a lot of positive feedback about the second interview. And she, well, she asked me how the interview went and I sort of gave my feedback and and she's like, you know, the team was really uh, excited to speak with you and they want to know how you feel about joining PlayStation. <laughs> and like when she said that, I I like paused and then I was like, so I was like, I just want to be clear. Do you mean that in like a hypothetical way of like, in theory, <laughs> if you were, if we were to offer you the job, how, how would you feel? How excited do you think right. you would be? I was like, so or, we could gauge this. Yeah. I was like, or is, is that a, a, a job offer? And she's like, well, she laughed and she's like, well, 
uh, technically my job here is to gauge your interest in this, but yes, we would like to offer you the position. And I was like, Oh my God. So like literally my dream came true and it seems so fucking cheesy. And again, I don't believe that I like dreamed it into existence or anything, but, um, yeah, just, it's been such a roller coaster and being in academia for my own mental health has been a complicated journey, but one of the downsides in my own personal journey with academia has been a lack of self-esteem and self-worth. I've just been so hard on myself, especially these last few years, that this bit of news for me personally is just, you know, again, it's it's life-changing. And um, it's the first time I've, I've really felt like I could celebrate something in my life in years and years. So... <laughs> So yeah, that's my big news. I'm I'm joining joining PlayStation. That's pretty Woo! cool. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Ron. So thanks. it is. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it, we we've known about it for a while, but I will to to recreate my excitement. Fuck yes, you rock. This is so cool. <laughs> I said it to you right when you got it because we were talking about it. You know, throughout like you applying and like doing the interviews and stuff. But like, I knew you were gonna do it because they love you and you're amazing, and so it's a huge deal, oh, Joey. It's so awesome. Congratulations. Thank you, Sony uh-huh. Pony Joey. Jealous? <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, I guess you want me to 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 gush for you on the podcast so everyone can hear me finally give you praise. No, I'm super excited. For you. I yeah, could not be happier you. that you got this. You've been working hard at trying to claw at your dream job and they finally broke. <laughs> finally broke. <laughs> uh, sounds was, very aggressive. I was, say, I was about to say they're very lucky to have you, which I still believe, but now it sounds like I'm saying that in the wake of you mauling them to death like a jaguar. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's so lucky. He's so lucky. So they, they got ripped apart in the night. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this does mean potential changes to the podcast though. So, uh, our new name is going to be the pretty PlayStation podcast. And from now on, Ron, you don't have to buy an Xbox series X anymore. Didn't plan on it anyway. In fact, please don't, um, (laughs) buy a second PlayStation five. No, no, we're, we're kidding. I already did that. I already did that. Oh, that's true. You did. You, you bought, see, I have to buy a third one. (laughs) See, we, Sony, we've always, we've always, we've always, (laughs) (laughs) what is the line from the shining when the ghost is like, you've always been Uh, the caretaker here or whatever. You you were always the caretaker. (laughs) You were always the caretaker. We're always the caretaker. Come play with us forever. (laughs) Come play. Yes, I am. I am coming to play with you forever. Uh, no, in terms of the, the future of the podcast, though, this, might be some sad news. Um, I'm not sure yet. I have a lot of um, discussions and everything kind of lined up. Um, I have reason to believe that I might not be able to continue with the podcast as it currently is. Again, nothing official, nothing concrete. Um, I need to do some, some double checking. Uh, but if that's the case, the way that this will probably play out is... Um, Paul, Ron and Tab aren't going to be able to continue the podcast. It's a lot of work prepping and planning and writing show notes and editing and everything. And like we've been talking about this last month, like all of us have been really busy. And so this might be, might being the operative word, be the end of the podcast as it is now. So next week we'll have probably two episodes are, uh, part two of the Disco Elysium 
episode, the game club, and then a short farewell episode. If things change, of course, we would love them to then, you know, scratch this and we'll, we'll update you next week. But, uh, but yeah, this might, this might be a, a, a very bittersweet announcement or episode because again, for me, very personally, very exciting, but also just to talk about dreams, the podcast was a dream. Like Ron, back in the day, like when I got out of the Air Force, we were so hell bent on starting a podcast. We we bought these microphones. We bought these microphones for that <laughs> ten years ago. We were like, we're going to start a podcast. We loved the One Up podcast so much. And we, um, we had like how a much whole list of ideas into a podcast and like yeah. what we need to do for a podcast. And it's like, man, this is a lot of work. Yeah, and I started school again, and then you moved out, and we were like, eh, we'll just we'll put it on hold for now. And then 10 years later, like, what are we doing? Are we ever doing that? And so I was determined. I was like, I've literally been thinking about it for 10 years, and I always felt bad that I hadn't started it. I was like, so I'm just, just going just gonna to do it. And so this has also been a dream come true. So it's really sad that it might potentially, again, operative word, we'll figure it out in the next couple of weeks. But um uh, but yeah, so look, look forward to more information next week, but thank you guys for all of the love and support throughout. Um, it really, it means a lot to me. Thank you listeners for writing so many emails throughout the run. You, they didn't write any emails. Just want to, just want to be clear. Well, we had one, <laughs> Explain we had one the joke. <laughs> we, had, we had one listener write in. That's not true. One That's true. Small, small <laughs> But we had a uh, bunch when we did the sweepstakes. We I was had you know, yeah, you know people win things. We did, yeah, we had that, but our one show email wanted us to do an episode about Thronebreaker, and it is very sad <laughs> to me that now uh, we potentially, potentially will never be able to do that. <laughs> I mean, if Schmal Schmoskoff wants to guest host and, and do just an episode without without me uh in the future um do an I'm episode of breaker without you julie yeah, yeah that's I, true I, yeah. that you would yes i would want your twin brother schmoey schmundwell <laughs> who somehow has a different last name to say, why is a different last name? <laughs> he well you know as a twin it's funny i am a twin i can actually speak on this as some authority <laughs> you you look for ways to set like distinguish yourself from your your sibling and yeah and your twin brother felt like I need to change my name ever so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> ever so slightly. They're ever so, so close. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> the idea that your parents named both of you Joey, uh, yeah, it's also weird. Like George Foreman naming all of his sons George Foreman. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. All of it. No, aren't all of his kids, like, including his daughter, named George too? Are it, his daughters are named George too, man. I thought, oh, I don't know. Or like well, Georgina damn. or something. Georgina, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Portland. Yeah. Well, Ron, while Ron looks that up, we only have one bit of news. Um, and it's bad news for me. Unfortunately, Marvel's midnight Suns has been delayed. So just recently it was announced that it's releasing in October and people were like, awesome, cool. Marvel game coming in October. And then they were like, just kidding. We don't know when it's going to be released. It'll be released by the end of the first fiscal quarter, which is ends next year, like next spring or something. So I guess technically, theoretically, it could still come out this year, but they they just haven't said And it. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be next year. It sounds like why would they delay it? You know, they would probably just wait to closer to release to say, oops, just kidding, November 17th or something. So 
that was one of my my final ones. And um, we don't know if we're going to do the fantasy video game draft, obviously, but I did have a question. So, like, I had an injury now. Do I just... I'm, and I moved it to my injury list. Do I now replace it with one of my benches yeah. or do we wait? Okay. Well, but in or, theory. Or you can wait. We can wait. That way yeah, we you can, know which we can wait. your bench. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll just wait until we do the other episode. <laughs> We're still going to track we'll, this we'll, and do it we'll, on our own. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll figure fun. out. We'll figure out a way, even if it's just like a me, an episode of me and Paul just going through the, the tallies or whatever. Like, I, I yeah. Can, I could do that. I can make that. Especially I if I win. Happen. Especially yeah, if you win. It'll be like in <laughs> but memory of me. Especially if you lose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll do yeah, three we could, episodes. Um, we could hire a Skywriter um, to <laughs> pay attention. Cause that, yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Because like, if it were a real bench, I would slot something in now. But then I thought, well, what complicates it is, what if something gets a score on my bench? Like then do I get to put that in or do you have to put one in that doesn't have a score? So I'm fine with waiting until, until the yeah, end. To, I, we um, tried, I think we tried to talk about that last week when we were doing it and like, we still couldn't come with, come up with a general consensus on how we yeah. were going to handle that. So I think we should just wait until, cause especially too, like what if one of your benched ones gets injured too? Yeah. So yeah. 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 So, so we'll, we'll figure that out on a oh, future wait. episode, quote unquote. We got um, time. Yeah, but what have what have you guys been playing, Paul? What have you been What have you been up to? So I've been disco Elysiuming it up, which um, again I'll save my my thoughts and experiences on that for next episode when we do our big part two. Um, and I hopefully beat the game, <laughs> which yeah. would be amazing. I mean, it is wow! It is a beefy game, so it's it's a. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how it ends. I don't know when it ends. So we're just gonna keep going till something happens. But um, that I've been doing that, and then everybody's golf. I've been golfing it up with you guys, and we played um, one of our oh, <laughs> most challenging games <laughs> yet last night. <laughs> we did the Japanese course again. And we did tiny holes. We did 18 holes of it. And the first 10 holes went pretty well. We were, we were above par. We were like plus nine and seven or something like that, but we were like single digits still. And that was our goal. Like, can we finish 18 holes and stay above par, but less than double digits? Uh, and then I think the next few holes went okay too. Like we ran into a little bit of trouble, but it was those last like three or four holes that my score doubled. I was at like plus 11 or 12 and I it like doubled and then even, eventually tripled. What did I end up at like plus 34 or something? You're at plus 34. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, which you were... is better than my score the last time we did it, which is plus 36. And I was at plus 22. But as right. I said to you at the end of the match, <laughs> technically I won, but I don't think anybody won. Yeah, that, right. Yeah, that, you won by a lot, but you still lost. Like it, Exactly. <laughs> it, I would compare it to like we both fell off of a large hill and you broke every bone in your body and I broke all but two <laughs> bones in my body. So, I mean, yay me. One of my femurs is still intact, but we're still pretty, pretty beat up. <laughs> but Meanwhile, well, like the real saying, winner is me because I didn't even play. That's right. I didn't fall. Down, I didn't fall down that hill. Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> you ran I, up that hill. Okay. I did, Am I right? I I lo- That's I right. Hey, I loved Kate Bush before Stranger Things. Not that I'm trying to be like gatekeeper oh or anything like okay, that. Okay, hipster. Just saying. <laughs> I made a shirt. I made a shirt that got a cease and desist from Kate Bush herself. Wally Sir, <laughs> did it really? Yeah, my. my so I designed a shirt. 
that was just it's like listen to more Kate Bush, right? No, just it just says listen to Kate Bush. It's styled yeah. in like the listen to Black Sabbath like shirt and like it used the Black Sabbath um Masters of Reality font. I when redid the whole I basically redid the font by hand and made it because you know a couple of those letters are missing. But that's all it said, just white text on on a black shirt. And I sold I don't know, I put it up in like 2016 or something like that on Redbubble. Didn't really post it out much, just tagged it with a couple things. And I sold a shit ton of those shirts and like stickers, oh, like passively. Like just, I had like, you know, a couple bucks here and there coming in from, you know, Redbubble every once in a while. I think I made like over $100 total. I don't know if I could say that actually. I might get, I might get that money or the money might have to go to her. I would <laughs> gladly, I would gladly give it to her. Um, but yeah, like, Andrea was saying like, oh, you should, you know, since the, the Stranger Things came out, like you should, uh, since there's a lot of hype around, you should like, you know, go fucking plug your shirt. Like maybe people buy it. I'm like, hey, you know, that's a good idea. Go to Redbubble. Where's my design? It's out here. And then I like emailed them like, hey, what? Notice this is gone. And they sent back like, oh yeah, you got to cease and desist. We sent you an email about it. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. Oh. And it was like literally within like a three month window since my last like sale to when that happened so i'm assuming that it the deal for this was happening or maybe it was like a six month window but i think the deal for the stranger things stuff was probably happening around that time and they probably went and did like a whole like purge of stuff from you know bootleg merchandise and stuff like that. extensive search yeah yeah and just like flushed anything that like had kate bush that was Probably anything that was being sold over cost, which I I did it over cost, but I did like, you know, a dollar if that. I don't even think it was a dollar. But I'm assuming that's probably why it eventually got flagged. But yeah, I got a cease and desist from her company because she owns the rights to all our music because she's an amazing um, (laughs) deal maker, making that deal with God. Um, Yeah, yeah. she ran up that hill. Like I said, like I have no hard feelings about it. Like it was just a dumb shirt anyway, but... But yeah, are you a little sad you didn't at least get a letter? You know, a cease and desist letter. That you I, I, I I did. Yeah, I did get it. But it, on it. it went well. No, it was just you know it was like through. It was probably through Redbubble, and then that forward yeah. got forward to me, and I it probably got filtered to my junk because most of Outlook kind of sucks as far as like how it filters. Like you could say something like, "Oh no, I want this to go to my inbox every single time." Okay, cool. And it'll like send two to your inbox, and then the rest of it will go to the junk. Like, God damn it, come on. So, I don't know. So I missed it, but I got a. Co- I do have a new copy of it of of a what of, of it. So, but you know, whatever. You just have to make some minor changes. So listen to Bait Kush. That that works. Yeah. Perfect. Listen, listen to <laughs> that's that's my trap. Schmate, that's my that's, that's, that's my trap rapper name. Eight kush. Schmuck, schmat, schmill. I always wondered how Red, Redbubble works because I feel like there must be a ton of copyright infringement because oh God, there's I, tons of copyright. There literally when I was looking because I was I was searching on Redbubble just like like just seeing if everybody else was like using my design. There's literally just like people just like took the album cover and that they're selling that on a t-shirt. Yeah. But I think the, the thing is, is they're not making money off of it. Like they're mm. not selling it at the, co- at like above cost. How so, is that determined though, Ron? Like, because, how did they know? Because of the, the price, the Redbubble has a base price 
that stuff is set at, and you could set stuff either percentage or just a a, a blanket number over. So oh. I think their base price is like fifteen dollars or something like that. So anything above that fifteen dollars is profit. Oh, after that. so that's why but, there's so many like stickers that you would think would be copyright infringement, but like they're selling for so little money that it, it probably. I mean, eventually it would probably get caught. But because they're not making a profit on it, or maybe making a very marginal profit on it, that it just kind of flies under the room. Joey, put your shirt back on. <laughs> I would like to. I'm trying to look like Hopper from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm I sure. I don't open know. Open it a couple buttons. I've never. Buttons. I've also. I've never watched an episode of Stranger Things. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Now you have to for Kate Bush. No, that was part of the letter. I don't, I don't know if you read the fine details. I did. <laughs> it said. You have to watch the whole show. She loves it. And you you like her. So yeah, I, I, but you know, just because she does doesn't mean I have to. Well, I do love though, and this would make me want to watch it. That she took an opportunity in a season to cease letter to plug <laughs> Stranger Things season four. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. No, I always wonder though, because like. There's a, a site called Threadless that I've ordered shirts from, but the way that they work is they'll have artists' renditions of things. So I bought some like Resident Evil shirts from them, but it was artists that made, that drew things that were using Resident Evil characters and stuff, which I, mean, I still think it might be legal gray area. But Redbubble, when Resident Evil Village came out, I was like, I, was like, I want Lady D merchandise, but of course Capcom's not selling Lady D merchandise. So I went to Redbubble, Lady D merchandise all over the place, and not just like artist renditions, but like here is a shirt. I, I you guys have seen it. Here is a shirt with Lady D from the game on the shirt, and I'm like Capcom did not authorize that. I'm I'm pretty sure. So I've always been really curious about, but because even if the if the person posting that design isn't making money. And they're doing it at base cost. Redbubble's making money. And I don't think Capcom would be. But then again, I wonder if Capcom's like, well, we're not going to make the shirt. So it like gets the it, name it, out there for the game. Yeah, it's all weird. Like, like mine was literally just text. It just said, listen to Kate Bush. That's all it yeah. said. There were no images or anything like that. It just literally oh, had wow. her name on it. That's it. Wow. So why that got picked over like other ones, I, don't, I honestly don't know the process of how they how they do all that stuff. I'm not going to complain about it. Like, you know, I'm yeah. not going to be like, fuck you and put it back up. Like, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, I'll put it up on another site. I don't know. But even then, like, whatever. You would just like an opportunity to pay so. Kate Bush in person. You would just right, maybe exactly. like to hand her a check and, and, yeah. and come over to your house. Become your best yeah. friend. Here's the $3 yeah. I owe you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I owe you? A rocking good Friday night. Let's hang, let's hang out. <laughs> I'm still waiting for. You know what? I'm going to be mad at her until they release that collaboration with her and Big Boy from uh, Outcast. Oh wow! I didn't know that was a thing. I, I, yeah, Big Boy has been threatening that for like ten fucking years, and it still hasn't happened yet. He actually hmm. just like came out like recently said like it's still for sure happening, just not yet. So, and apparently she's very vulgar. She has a mouth on her. Hmm. He was very if you could surprised. Have, if you could have dinner with one celebrity or one not one celebrity, one musician currently alive still, who who would you have dinner with? Is this I think I would question? do Trent Reznor. Yeah, open question. Yeah, I think I'd I would think I would want to have dinner with Trent Reznor. There's so many questions about like Nine Inch Nails history. 
Once upon a time, it would have been Billy Corgan, but now I don't want. Yeah. You don't. You don't hear about the lizard people. I don't want to hear about the lizard people. I don't want to hear about his. He was on Alex Jones for God's sake. Like oh that was like God. the lowest of the low that he's done. But oh my God. you know, I love his music pre two thousand. But yeah, not. But Trent Reznor still seems like a pretty cool dude. So oh yeah, he seems like a very legitimate person. Yeah, who has like four or five children now. Just what four? Trent Reznor? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think I knew at one point that he had like two. He is just he's propagating. Like, he's like Steve Martin from Cheaper by the Dozen. <laughs> <laughs> he brings Hillary Duff and Tom Welling on his Nine Inch Nails tour. <laughs> and at one point someone sits on some ground beef and the dog comes and bites the crotch. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, what are we Wait, what are we watching now? <laughs> wait, have you not seen the Steve Martin Cheaper by the Dozen run? You're, just, uh, you're talking about Dogs eating ground beef off people's butts. What? <laughs> it's a it's a part of the movie. Ashton Kutcher. Sure it is. Crotch, okay. Not on is, by the is, is this is this the vivid version of this movie? Uh, it's well, all you know, for research for my new academic article. Yes. <laughs> also, Jerry, my answer to that question would be any better. Eddie well, Vedder, he's, he's a, seems like a lovely person, and also I'm a huge Pearl Jam fan, so I'd be able to talk to him about that. Yeah, five children. Lazarus Echo Resner, Balthazar Ven Resner, uh, third son whose name's not been revealed, uh, daughter Nova Lux Resner, and another one that has not been re- revealed. Another son. I, I was sort of surprised when you started reading those names because I'm like, Trent Reznor doesn't seem like that type of celebrity of like, ooh, man, I'm a celebrity. I can name kids whatever I want. But then I'm like, but he's a rock star. Like, he kind of has to do that. Like, if it was like, if you were like... Burt Johnson Reznor, I would have been like, Ooh, what? <laughs> so I don't know. That's pretty cool. Well, Balthazar, yeah. Balthazar is a pretty good name. I actually know someone <laughs> named Balthazar. He goes by oh, Balthy wow. for short. Well, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. It's like an intense thing to like see above like a little cubby in like a kindergarten class like Balthazar. <laughs> Balthazar, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Character from Chrono Trigger, too. So, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Ron, did you, did you answer? I... You know, I I, I kind of like I kind of like the idea of having dinner with Trent Reznor. I think that'd be a good. Oh shit! Okay, we can all three we'll team up. We're yeah. supposed, you and I are are going to have dinner this weekend, so we'll see what he's doing. Yeah, Pull we'll see if he wants to go to the steak and shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get this, Trent. They have steaks and shakes. <laughs> Maybe Owen will be there. Yeah, Joey, yeah. Joey, Wear your best about- shirt. Joey, I thought your answer to this question would be Taylor Swift and then you date after the dinner. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Wait, 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 Ron. No, takes his backsies. Ron, t- Ron, I'm going to let you have Trent we're, No, we're double, we're double team and Trent. You get, you get he's, gonna, he's a busy guy. I don't think he's going to want to juggle two people. Taylor Swift, final answer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Haley from, from Paramore. Yeah, I would love that as well. I mean. I am unfortunately in real life not single. I guess <laughs> so. Part of that would be the pain of me having to leave my beautiful. Is, it, is, it, is that not one of your five? The hall pass is. I'm assuming. Oh, hall pass. We we have not. I mean, she probably would make it onto that list. We haven't ironed that out. <laughs> I think we're we're waiting until the ceremony to do that. But uh, yeah. it's gonna be in your wait, files. Yeah, wait for the, yeah, wait for the honeymoon. To talk about that. Yeah, it's like um, you know, I will love you. Um, and be faithful to you with the exception yeah. of the following 
celebrities. Kevin. <laughs> 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 yeah, my Haley Williams from Paramore, and everyone in the crowd's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's of course, a good yeah." <laughs> that, you, I, I understand it. Yeah, you're starting to say it, and a lot of like the older, more conservative family members are like, "What is he doing?" And then you're like, "Haley," and they're like, "Oh well, yeah, okay, I, I, can, I can see that." Um. <laughs> I like Keanu Reeves. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but I also love that you, you're like, you know, I, unfortunately I'm taken, so I don't know, but you, Joey, you're single. So you have a real shot with Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, we have in this hypothetical scenario, you get to pick anybody. I mean, you do, you do have the best chance. Like you do knew her catalog more than anybody else here. Probably. So yeah, that's true. You also have uh, Sandy in, in your in second bedroom. So I don't yet, but now uh, you know when I'm making that big Sony money, maybe it's just gonna be a house full of <laughs> of cardboard standees. Um, it's basically gonna look like when Conan was doing his show at that theater, and he had oh, an yeah, audience crowd, of cardboard yeah. cutouts. Yeah, it's gonna be that at my house, but um, but all Taylors, <laughs> all Taylors, all different eras, you know. But we that was a huge digression. So Ron, what have you been playing? <laughs> oh shit, that's what we that, The show notes said they're gonna, for, for this are going to make it look oh. like Paul just talked talk for twenty minutes about um, Disco Elysium. I've been trying to play Disco Elysium. I make the mistake of like I could squeeze in like an hour or two, and then like I do it, and it's just like I've made like two minutes of progress. Like game is like I, yeah. it's really good. But man, I really want to hear everything, and that makes it really hard to try to play through at, at a quick pace. Because um, you want to listen to all the dialogue too. Because like reading, it's just not quite the same. Like you uh-huh. could do it, but while they're talking, you start getting lost in in it. So it's like you start speeding through, and it's like, oh wait, what did they just say? And you got to scroll back up. And like, so I'm trying. I'm I'm gonna do my damnedest to get as close as I can to the end of this fucking game by next week. And if I don't. Oh well, I'll. I'm still going to beat it. I I'm not worried about spoilers, so I'm still enjoying the game. I could say that much at least. Same here. I spent most of the weekend playing, thinking I'm going to blow out a big chunk of it. I'm still not to the point that we were oh, supposed God. to be the last time. No, don't, neither am I. Don't worry. Um, I'm right at the end of day three. Like I literally am going to do one more thing and then go to sleep, and I'll be on day four. But that there's at least four or five days after that. So like this week, I'm just going to be. A disco Elysium. Uh, I've been. Have you been safe scumming, or have you just been kind of making your choice and then rolling with it? I've been safe scumming in like specific instances, like most stuff. Like if I get the sense that it's not important, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I failed, but there are certain things where I'm like, no, I feel like I have to do. I have to try this thing, and sometimes it doesn't work out. I'll I'll save scum four or five times, and I still can't get it because it'll be impossible to get the three percent thing. Um, and I just move on, but there have been a few times where I've tried to, but see, that's the problem. That's the problem that I had. That's where I'm kind of like, I got soft locked because I was supposed to fail with the body and now I'm stuck and I can't, I'm still, I still can't think about the body for 30 minutes because I have another thing in there and I don't have enough skill points yet Mm. to remove a thought so I could start thinking about the body. So it was just like, Oh, the shit compressor. <laughs> whatever, whatever the fuck it's called. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, half. Yeah. I'm, I'm like half tempted to just restart the game and just breeze, <gasps> hold on, breeze, oh breeze through. Because I, I can remember most of the choices I made. And I could just breeze through everything and just do it. It's not like I hit a bunch of stuff to where it's like, oh, I'm never gonna hit this again. Uh, or at least try to like go back to a save that was before I took on the uh, uh, Measureheads racist ideology thing. 
and mm. at least get to that because I was I don't think I was that much past that when I started doing that. So I might be able to go back a little bit. Probably only lose maybe like an hour or, or, or two hours worth of gameplay. I don't know. I got to figure out what to do because I'm not progressing nearly fast enough. Um, so. Are you going to stick with the racist I- ideology thing after Measurehead? Because I've I seen several options where I had the option to say something really racist and I didn't. I don't I don't know. Probably not. Probably. I mean, unless it's like going to be some sort of like mind fuck thing where I can like fuck with people with it. Hmm. But honestly, I don't know until I get through it. I have no fucking clue. So, yeah, I don't know. I may just skip that entirely because it doesn't seem important for at least this playthrough. Maybe another playthrough. I'll go ahead and try to be a dick. I don't know. So every time I try to do that, like I'm gonna play this Sorry. completely different. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a total fucking asshole. And it's just like, but then I feel bad. I feel yeah. bad for this digital character that I have no yeah. attachment to and doesn't give a shit whether they live or die. Ron, like, trust. Tr- I don't know. Trust this instinct. I. I don't know. I. I get a little suspicious of people who are like, "Well, it's not real, so I'll be as racist and violent <laughs> as misogynistic as I want." And I'm like, eh, it's, "It's real enough. It's all, it's all for fun. It's all for fun, you guys. It was just a yeah. goof. Yeah. It was just a goof. Yeah. It, it's a recording of a woman screaming. You know, it's not yeah. a real person. Yeah, it, it's like what? <laughs> but you're still making choices and like watching it play out in front of you. I don't know. It, there's no. It's, I mean, it's 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 research, Paul. It's research. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, I got to know both sides. You know, you can't just live in an echo chamber your whole life. <laughs> you're just like Joe Rogan. You're just asking questions. I'm mean, just all, asking questions. Just day. asking questions. Turn to the freaking frogs. Gay. Um. <laughs> Ron in a hearing in Texas a couple of months from now. <laughs> it was all a goof. Just don't read my text messages. Just don't look at my phone over the last two years. Yeah, don't look at all those documents my lawyer sent you inexplicably. Yeah. <laughs> the FBI raids Ron's house. <laughs> it was a warrant. It wasn't a raid. Twenty-five cases. Um. Anyway, yeah, that was. That's that's where I'm at, Joey. How about you? How are you? Where yes. are you at in games? Still discoing, still golf golfing, um, and then Animal Crossing. I've been trying to still do my chores. I had an encounter with Boomer today. He was sad, and so I was like, "Just okay, finally, here we go." I walked up to him and I said, "Hey, buddy, why are you sad?" And he said, "Well." everyone's been saying my catchphrase is stupid. And first of all, I'm mad that he's not like, I want to leave the island. And he's like, everyone's saying my catchphrase is stupid. What do you think? And you have the choice to say, yeah, it kind of stinks or no, I think it's great. And my stupid ass self, I didn't, I should have thought it through. I should have just said, no, it's great. Cause then I walk away from the encounter, but no, I couldn't give this guy a compliment cause I want him to leave. So I said, it fucking sucks. And he said, Oh, will you come up with a new one for me? And so the little the little input field comes up and you can't you can't feel you can't back out of that. You have to put something in there. So I put I suck. And he's like, I suck. I suck. That sounds great. I can't wait to run around telling everyone I suck. And I'm like, yes, you do. But now it sucks because it resets my haven't talked to him in a while thing. So <sighs> But at least he knows now. At least he knows, and everyone everyone else already knew, but they, they get <laughs> now some they, Now they know for sure. 
Yeah, I got to try to get rid of them by next week because if if we do really do have to wrap this thing up, people are going to be like, "This is cliffhanger of the <laughs> century." We're like, he never got. Did he ever get Diana? Yeah, it's like, like Twin Peaks. People are going to be like, in twenty years, is he gonna? Are we going to see a pretty oh, pixels? Well, the, the, yeah, pretty, pretty pixels. The return. Yeah. <laughs> It's like who shot JR. It's like who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So that's what we've been playing. So let's talk about our desert island game. So hypothetically, what we would play if we were stranded on a desert desert island. So um, the way that we set it up last time was we have food. So we're, we're stranded on a desert island. We have food, water, and a small house that has solar power. So I think originally we did three games and in the group chat, I said five. So if you have three, that's, that's great. If you have five, that's awesome. We'll, we'll take them. Um, but which three or five games would we take with us? So no internet. It has to be an individual entry. So you can't say I would take Final Fantasy, meaning all, or you can't take a collection. You can't say I'll take the Mega Man collection because it's all the Mega Man games and it can be any system. So. And then we'll, we'll go through some variations after that. But let's just start with that. And instead of bouncing around for this, since we have multiple, you know, you know, angles after this, let's just go with uh, one person at a time. What are your what are your desert island games, Ron? Are we doing Me. the special questions after that? We will well? after. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. All right. I had a hard time coming up with like five, especially with like the no collections thing like that really threw a yeah. wrench into this, Joey. Uh, because a doom, doom, a doom collection would have been on there because I can't just pick like doom one or doom two. It's gotta be both of them. Uh, so that was out one for sure would be Minecraft. Like just because of the mass amount mm-hmm. of things that you can do in the game, like kind of, kind of virtually endless. And it's always kind of new sort of thing. And you know, you could do so many different things with it. Um, eventually like learn how to actually like build things in you know with redstone and all that stuff and how all that stuff works like master it so no one else can see it um yeah another game i think that was on someone's list too i believe i can't remember i think i think it was on my list yeah another one is this game called rim world are you guys familiar with rim world it's not i thought that was isn't that an not, online game it's not what you're thinking joey uh i played the i played the analog version but i don't think uh, that's the that's the not the same, same game. Uh, RimWorld <laughs> is a uh, construction management sim where basically you are... I'll read the synopsis here on Steam. RimWorld is a sci-fi colony sim driven uh, by an artificial... or by an intelligent AI storyteller. Uh, it's inspired by Dwarf Fortress, Firefly, and Dune. So basically it's like a, a desert or like... Oh, oh, uh, 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 sorry. My brain just stopped working for a second there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cut those out. So you're just going to be like, sorry, my brain stopped working. <laughs> no, you can leave that in. Um, basically you have, you're trying to like get a colony to like thrive. Like you're trying to build, build a place where they can live and like work and like, you know, grow crops and like feed themselves, sustain themselves, get minerals, materials and stuff like that. But it's a management sim. It's all kind of like top down cartoony, like the characters are like they're not even like like fully fleshed out characters. They're just kind of like a head on like a very like a round head on a you know a vaguely person like looking body that just kind of floats. I don't think they have arms or anything like that. I've watched streams of people play it, uh, 
and it seems like super interesting, but it's just like, it's not my type of game. But if I'm going to be on a desert island by myself, I might as well take the time to learn how to play that and enjoy it. And <laughs> Your headphones, Ron, look like um, they have Jesus fish on them. I just want to... Ah, just want to point that out. Burn these things. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted there. Um, by the Lord, <laughs> by the Lord, a calling. But yeah, it, it's basically you know it's a management sim, so it's like something that I would never play. But like, it, it's also procedurally generated, all that stuff. Like everything, every time you play, it's going to be different, and all that stuff. And I think, I think the last one would be American Truck Simulator. <laughs> Wow. Because just to like fantasize about <laughs> driving to another place. Yeah, it's it's I mean like it's a sim it's a, you know it's a simulation game like can't really like can't really get bored of those like it's usually just like mind killing you know sort of like mind killing time killing sort of thing. So um I really enjoyed that game when I was playing it. I kind of want to pick it up. I wanted to pick it up again. Yeah, I think that would be I think that would be a fun one way to keep my mind off things and yeah like virtually visit places that i remember way back when when i was not stranded on a desert island well can i give you one that's on my list that i'm surprised is not on your list which one is that gta 5 how is that not on your list i thought about it but because of how limited it is like i can only do the same things over and over again like with the same results every time, single time, you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess, yeah, I guess because there's like no progression on it sort of thing, like, or there's like a limited set of progression. Whereas like, you know, truck simulator, like I could buy all the trucks. That's going to take a lot of money. I can complete all the missions and there's always going to be like slight variations, difference in each of the missions. Whereas like GTA, it's going to be same missions over and over again. Yeah. I could try to ace them, but then it's still the same missions over and over again. Now, if I had like mod support and stuff like that, or, you know, access to like the online portion of it, of just like being able to download new levels or something, then maybe I would throw it in there. But if it's like strictly just like box copy of the game, like that's it. Like huh. I I would probably have to go that route. Yeah, I know. That's I, interesting. I didn't really put too much in the way of like action and stuff like that, but it's just, you know, I'm going to be stranded. Like, I mean, you get five games. You didn't name five, right? So why not throw that on there? Well, okay. Then I'll fucking throw GTA five on there. God you damn get it. it. Jeez. You hate it so much. I do. Why don't you <laughs> marry it and divorce it? <laughs> um, no, that's a, that's a really interesting approach. You, so it seems like you like Sims cause you're like, well, I'm not going to be in the real world anymore. So any reason or any opportunity to like re or like, just imagine that you're in the world or feel like you're kind of in the world. Is that, is that what you're going for? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Interesting. Cool. All right, cool. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I guess. I mean, not for me, but whatever. (laughs) I mean, you do Um, you. That's cool. Uh, Ron, Ron, you know, you know what I hate? (laughs) (laughs) What do you hate, Paul? (laughs) Can I tell you a secret? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, Paul, tell us a secret. Yeah, what are your, secret, what are your uh, desert yeah. island? Oh, what I hate, I Joey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so my desert island games are as follows, and I yes, I'm I'm just I, I usually prepare, but today's been weird. So here we go. Here we're gonna do it. Number one, 
is my favorite game of all time, The Witcher 3. And I'm taking out the DLC with me. It's the complete edition. I don't care. It's coming with. Yeah, no way. It works. <laughs> I don't know who's policing this desert island, but I'm. that's the game disc I'm bringing. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they can't stop me. I love it. It's so content rich. It's so replayable because there's like so many interesting decisions you can make or or not make. So it's like it's a gigantic game. So many things to do. Just like a fun, beautiful game to explore. My favorite game of all time. That's definitely coming with. Let's see. Sly Cooper 2, because it is probably my favorite game from the Sly Cooper original trilogy. It's really, really good. It connects me to my childhood. It makes me very, very happy. And it's very long. <laughs> you know, of all the Sly games, it's very long. And that's it's going to be a reoccurring theme <laughs> on this list as well. Because It's like, a PlayStation game, isn't it? PlayStation 2. That's right. Yeah, so that one's really good. Um, and I will say as well that, um, yeah, I feel bad not including the first one, but it's only like five hours long, and that might that might be painful. So yeah, um, so that's my second game. My third game is going to be Red Dead Redemption 2, because holy shit, what a beefy game. Shit. So much to do, so much to include, so much camp dialogue I've never heard in my life. Um, and now I will have a lifetime <laughs> to <laughs> here and, uh, yeah, so many mi- mini games in it and systems and places to explore. So that's like, and I can finally complete all those challenges for the different like gun belts and stuff. <laughs> like, I feel like until I'm trapped on a desert Island, I will not have the time and energy to be able to devote to that. Yeah. But, but that'll be something to do. My fourth slot is going to go to. Fallout 3. I love Fallout 3. It was, um, you know, I loved Oblivion, but um, I think Fallout 3 was where I really fell in love with, like, Bethesda. And, like, I loved that world so much. I loved the writing and the quests and, like, the Capital Wasteland was just incredible. And I love my house in that game. It's like I did so much work finding trinkets and memorabilia out in the wild and carefully dragging it to sit perfectly (laughs) on like my desk and on my bookcase and on my little like the side table and i have not been in my house for years and i'm like i remember the last time i was in there i'm a very sentimental like nostalgic person i was like this is probably the last time and i still think about it mournfully sometimes um so yeah the, the fact that on the desert island i'd be able to go back i'd maybe even be able to start a new playthrough um, I'd get all the DLC for that, too, which would be amazing. It's really good. Far Harbor? Or, I think it's Far Harbor. Or is that or is Far Harbor? Four. Um, four. Four. In four. There's an island one that's like Far Harbor for three, the name of which is it's, escaping it's, me. Yeah, it's the, like the southern uh, like Louisiana yeah. style. What is that one called? Yes. There's like moonshiners on it and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, it's, that one's really good. So, like, there's a ton of great content there that I would love to explore. So that's great. And then my last pick. Hmm. Oh, duh, I forgot. I, Bloodborne. Thronebreaker. Oh. <laughs> well, wait till we get to the end of the show. Point Lookout. Point Lookout. Point Lookout's excellent. <laughs> um, no, and then my final pick is Bloodborne, and I picked that because it's my favorite of all the Soulsborne games. I think it's amazing. Um, and their games are designed so powerfully for like a lot of playthroughs you sort of figure things out you try out different weapons you try out different builds and 
on top of that, it has amazing DLC, and um, it has the Chalice Dungeons, which is basically a system in place um, for procedurally generated dungeons. So I could play that, you know, and, uh, and discover a ton of new things and fight a bunch of different cool new bosses because they create a ton of special bosses and, and areas and items that are only existing in, in that part of the game. So... I would have a ton to do. It's an amazing game, and uh, yeah, that would be that'd be great as well. So that's my five. Wow, I really thought that would have, the last one would have been Elden Ring just for sheer size, but yeah, if you love Bloodborne more, then you know you'll get more out of it. But uh, but yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see it show up on another another list though. But uh, yeah, that that's a that's a good list. So you're you're also going for like size. And and nostalgia, though, I feel like there's a mix of nostalgia in there as well, because you're you're looking at stuff that you haven't, you know, you've already played to death, probably, but is big enough to where when you revisit it, you still get some of those like warm, glowy feelings. And yet there's still room for you to do new stuff in. So I think I have a mix of those two for mine. So I have Minecraft on mine like you, Ron. Same thing. It's massive and there's so much that you can do. It's like. Uh, it's open. It's just so, you know, I can go exploring. I can try to make a gigantic castle, like stuff that, you know, I don't have the time for now or that I'm always like, who has, who would have the time to make, to remake the city of Chicago? And I would, I would have the time to remake. <laughs> who would have the like, time the to dig underground and just make this giant cavern and massive, oh. Massive. When Ron, we had this shared server with um, the the pretty pixel screw actually, and I was like, Ron, like if you want to join us, you can. You're like, oh, I don't know, I'll think about it. And then one day you were on, and I'm like, Oh, Ron, yeah, cool. And I think it was like the second time that I saw you on the server. You're like, Do you want to see my house? I'm like, Sure. And you show he shows me the basement, and there's just this massive massive cavern that he dug out and I'm like this is the second time I've seen you on when did you have time to dig out this massive and he's like that's what I do I like I just dig holes I don't know I don't know what it is about Minecraft I just start digging down and then just I like I expand and just make this giant fucking cavern for I'm basically just trying to like mine for resource mine for resources and normally I can get pretty lucky but on this server like I got fucking shit I think I got like three diamonds and yeah. that whole fucking thing I found one fucking mob yeah. spawner which was like a good mob spawner too I think it was a zombie one and I had a creeper blow me blow up right next to me and it blew it up it did what to you it, it blew me okay <laughs> that's what I, was, I thought I heard so bad Just um, blew me all over the place yeah we still have that server though and it's really fun speaking of nostalgia to return to but yeah minecraft i think just for the again the sheer potential i haven't even seen all the biomes in minecraft so yeah i think that that holds a lot i i have gta 5 as i spoiled on my list um although paul when you said red dead redemption 2 i was like damn i think i might rather have that but i'll maybe i'll save that for another list but yeah gta 5 even if it's just a single player experience there's so much that I haven't done so many collectibles and I just like that world. I just like exploring that world. And when you go through the story by the end, you have tens of millions of dollars. So you can buy whatever the fuck you want. And I could try out all kinds of crazy stunts and vehicles and, and you can like make your own fun, which is what we do with GTA online. So that one's on my list. Chrono trigger is not a long game, but it's my favorite game of all time and it's so powerfully nostalgic for me that it would be 
and I've gotten all the endings. I played it to death, but I feel like if I, if I really wanted to feel like home again, I think Chrono Trigger would be like my, my nostalgic rock kind of. Um, cause I still love that. I, I love it every time I play it. I get these like warm, nostalgic feelings every time I play it. So that one would definitely be on my list. Stardew Valley is on my list as well. And that one was complicated because I was like, I think originally I had Animal Crossing New Horizons, but without the online features, that game is not quite as exciting. I think I originally had it on there because I was like, I want to, I want a game that has seasons. Cause if I'm on this tropical island, which is like, oh, beautiful, I love the weather. I'm going to eventually be like, what did fall feel like? What was it like for there to be snow? And I wanted a game that like recreated that. I think Stardew Valley would do that for me. And it's also a really big game that I haven't fully explored. And I played it like to completion three times already. So I would love to have that one. And then my final is Persona 5 Royal because out of like the modern games, it's, it's my favorite game of, of all time. And it's a huge game and I have played through it. It and the base game, I think four times now, but I haven't romanced everyone. I haven't even romanced half the characters. So I could romance more characters. I could make different choices. Um, I wouldn't have a guide because I wouldn't have the internet. So that would be tricky because like last, the last couple times I played it, I was trying to get the platinum trophies. So I had a guide to follow. So it'd be sort of like from memory, but, um, yeah, it's a massive 100, 150 hour game. So I would get a lot of mileage out of that too. So yeah, a mix of like big games and nostalgic games for me as well. Um, what's the first wrinkle that we have? The first wrinkle is, oh, okay. So if we could just take one series, so same thing, no internet, any system, but if you could just choose one series and you get every game in that series, which series would you choose? This is the one I had the hardest with. <laughs> There's so many, like, I was thinking about, like, you know, like, the GTA games. And, like, just went through and played, like, you know, three by City and San Andreas. And, like, they were fun, but I don't know if I would play them again sort of thing, you know. Hmm. Yeah, it's a hard one. I think I, I think last time I, I might have chosen Dragon Quest, because I played most of the Dragon Quest, but not all of them. And I would love to replay them. And there's a ton of them. So this, you also do get the side games, I should clarify. So it's not just the core game. So I'd get like Dragon Quest Builders and all that stuff. And I think I said Dragon Quest last time. I'm going to change it up just to be different this time. And I'm going to go with the, Z- the Legend of Zelda games. Because similarly, there's a ton of Zelda games. And while they do share a lot of things in common... They're also very different games, you know, especially the early ones compared to the later especially ones. So CDI ones too. The CDI ones, well, I get those. Excuse me, princess. Excuse me, princess. <laughs> yeah, um, that was on the list of potential names for this podcast. Excuse me, podcast. But I think someone had already had already taken it. Um, hey, listen was the the, oh, yeah. hey, the, the one we were gonna. Yep. That was the one we were. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now there's like a bunch of like podcasts and blogs and everything called Hey Listen, but um. But yeah, so I think Zelda, because I, I probably have played maybe like half the Zelda games, and so it would give me an opportunity to, to play new ones. And a lot of the Zelda games are also pretty beefy, you know, 20, 30 plus hour adventures. And again, the old one, like what a challenge to beat the first two Legend of Zelda games really without a guide or anything. That would that would be my my legacy. Drawn, I would drawn, etch it in stone yeah, somewhere. I was going to say, drawn those maps out. And- yeah. 
I think yeah. I think then I think that's where Doom might fall in for me. Mm. Because of all the all like the expansion packs that they released and like all that stuff, like all the different wads, like wad compilations that were ever released and stuff like because I would assume that that gets counted too correctly. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm correct, like so basically like an infinite number of Doom levels, be it good or bad, for me to play through on all, you know, especially like, you know, Doom 1, 2, Doom Eternal, just plenty, plenty of games for me to get through. And like, again, I like just playing Doom, like just regular ass Doom. So yeah, I would probably have to go with the Doom franchise, I think. It's a good choice. Yeah. Paul. Paul, do you have a series in mind? This is the easiest question in the world. I'm bringing Mass Effect, baby. Burr, oh, burr, burr, yeah. burr, burr. My favorite series of all time. What? I gotta be on a desert island. I can't play all my Mass Effect games. You fucking kidding me? No, they're coming with. <laughs> and then Andromeda's coming with. I was not gonna say, that includes as, Andromeda too. You know that, right? Now, it's not as good as the original trilogy, but I still it's want good. it there. But yeah, but, uh, exactly. I still want it there, and I'll appreciate it, but I'm also, as I say this, I'm looking forward to to the one that they announced that has Liara in it, and I'm banking on that being really good, and more games to come that are going to be great. But even honestly, even if it were just those, like, three games, I would and the DLC, I want all the DLC, of course. I would be so <laughs> satisfied. Um, you know, there are a lot of different ways to replay them. It's a pure nostalgia pick for me as well, and that it would just, like, I would, I would feel, like, right at home connected, you know, <laughs> with with you know, my my sort of favorite things in the world. I would romance everybody. I would see all those romances through. Um, and yeah, it, I love them. So yeah, easiest pick in the world, Mass Effect. Give it to me. Everyone. You, you would romance everyone, including... Everyone. Even Ashley, even Ashley Williams. Because <laughs> you know you get to like play through 58 and you're like, oh my god. I guess I got it. <laughs> they would they would find you at sea after like three years and they were like, You played how many times? And you're like, I played the series through seventy-two times. And they're like, and you romanced everyone, you're like, everyone I couldn't bring myself to to romance Ashley though. She was too much of a racist. Anyone who romances her is a real piece of shit. Well, call us back when you do, because we don't we don't do it if you don't yeah. complete it. So we'll see you, really we'll see you in a couple months. <laughs> I was gonna say the sea the sea captain was none other than Joey Cronwell. <laughs> well, some of us like Ashley. Yeah, okay. it was it was just my whole plan to to get you to also have that that mark against you. Hey, you we you need to hear both sides, Paul. Okay, like you can't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was just investigating. You understand, yeah. you know, just research. Um, okay, so if you could take one console a single console with every game available on the system so still no internet meaning any games on the console that require internet connection and i don't mean internet like to start up the game i mean like internet to play um so like online only like Fortnite would be a bad choice because you couldn't play that um but every every other game on the system what one single console would you bring i'll cheat and bring a pc all right that's yeah but no emulation though you can't be like oh all these eagle these illegal i mean a lot of copies there are I, I a lot of games have been released for pc that were on other consoles i i would say it would it would either be between pc for that factor of like it does have everything or playstation 2 would probably be like a strict console would be my choice i think hmm. but i would cheat and do PC. i would go with 
PlayStation 5, of course, because it is the best. No, I think I would actually go because last time I think I said Xbox Series X um, because of the backwards compatibility, which is true. It is amazing. But there hasn't hasn't been a lot in the last two generations that I'm like, oh, those, those games. Like I look at Sea of Thieves and I'm like, I, I had kind of a I can't play that game. I can't. It's not a single player game. So that one I couldn't even play. So and Halo, same thing with Halo. Halo Infinite was fun, but I would want to play online. And so now that PlayStation 5 does have a catalog of over 700 retro games, I, I think I would probably go with PlayStation 5 because I prefer the, the, the PlayStation 5. Because I said at the time that I probably would have taken PlayStation 4, but it wasn't backwards compatible. But now it doesn't have all the games on PlayStation that I would want. But it has again Technically, over seven hundred because that's emulation. No, that's that's official emulation. It's using oh, emulation. Oh, it's, it's not illegally. Ah, I see. Okay, it's I think Mario Brothers on PC. You can't be like, hey, what are you talking about? It's the same thing. It's not the same it, thing. It is because there was a PC version. There were multiple PC versions released. Of Super Mario Brothers yeah. the original, but it, well, oh. no, there. I mean, well, you get that. It was Super Mario special for the I think the Amiga. <laughs> Just mm. not, not that good. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is this is Mario. <laughs> 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 I'm having fun. Suck at Nintendo. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Where's Mario? Yes, Luigi. <laughs> this is so great. Yeah, come on. I'm playing Mario Math. Come on. It's got all the characters. Yes. Mario teaches typing. <laughs> I know how to use a keyboard now without looking at it. <laughs> But Paul, which uh, which single console would you take? Yeah, I think I have to share your answer and go with the PS5 because oh. the PS4. Okay, if we're talking about like for base consoles, like what, like if it just came out for that console, it was the thing of like it came out and then it was available on a later console. PS4 is probably my favorite. Like it has my favorite game of all time that came out for the PS4. Um, you know, like Bloodborne, Ghost of Tsushima, like. You know, could play Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But PS5 does all that, and plus, then I get all the amazing PS5 games. You know, and New God of War, all kinds of shit. So, yeah, um, for that reason, I would have to go PS5, and also like the I love the the haptic feedback controller as well, which is like you know games that really incorporate that are, are super cool. So yeah, no, so many reasons to go with the PS5, but PS5 all the way. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I should note that this is because this is a hypothetical fantasy. We have access to limited, unlimited controllers because. Oh yeah. <laughs> after a while of like that, that sea moisture and everything, it would probably break down. But we could replace it because we just have a big stack of them that are prepackaged and waterproof. Yeah. Think about how much sand is getting into all of our, <laughs> our yeah. appliances. That's that's why Anakin hated sand. He's like, I, it keeps damaging my controllers for my video games. And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, I was this close to getting all the feathers in Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> and then the last grain of sand got into my Xbox 360. <laughs> and I said, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> um, okay. So now let's pretend that we do have internet. So what three games would we take that, would have online capabilities. So now you're looking at things that you specifically want to play with other people. Anyone have anything that comes to mind? If not, I have a, a list. 
So I had two. I had a hard time trying to think of a third game that I play online that I enjoy playing. Um, so I have GTA Online, just because that's always fun to just go online, even if even if it is just messing with other people randomly. Like that's that's where GTA would fall on my list, is just because there's always new content being added. No, not always, but new stuffs being added enough, and there's always enough people on there to just make it entertaining enough. Halo Infinite would definitely be on there. Wow. Um, I like Halo and that game's really good. I have a hard time trying to think of a third game like that. I, that I enjoy playing online specifically. Like I could put Fortnite on there, but Fortnite kind of just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't have the same appeal as the other two games. You know what I mean? So would you put, this game that is on my list because you can double up. Is it called Everybody's I would Golf? Also go with no oh. Minecraft. Minecraft because like I would have it for single player, but if I had the opportunity to play online with people, like I wouldn't normally. But if I'm stuck on a desert island and I'm by myself, I'd love to see what other people are building and you know show people what I'm building and uh, even the trolls. I would be so lonely. I would I would be like, yes, please harass me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got. Do, you do, what, I've do gone, what to my mother? <laughs> I've gone on to scam. like some of like the like public servers and stuff like that that people have made. They suck. They just suck in general. They're not fun. Like especially like yeah, but the, you don't the prison servers where it's like you basically kind of have to pay to do anything. That fucking sucks. They're not fun. Yeah, you don't have to go on those. You yeah. can just go on. You know, because you could play with your friends too. So like. I would be able to play with you guys on maybe the server that we started. And you guys want to see a recreation of my island? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you guys could be all sad and be like, "This is really pathetic." <laughs> I we we gave up looking for him months ago, but <laughs> but he seems happy. Um, yeah, so for me, Minecraft would be on there. Um, I'm going to steal Paul's. I'm going to replace. I had Animal Crossing, but I'm going to replace it with um, Red Dead Redemption Two. Because similarly about GTA, like you were saying, Ron, like that being in that world and we did play it online for a while and I surprisingly didn't come across, come across as many trolls as I thought. Um, definitely there were some people who were trolly or antagonistic, but it's a big enough world and the, the server numbers are limited enough that you can kind of avoid people. So for me, it would be Minecraft, Red Dead Redemption 2. And then the third one would be Final Fantasy 14 because I have not played it, but I've heard so many good things about it. I've heard it's like the best Final Fantasy story ever. And there's, it's an MMO that's been going for years. So there's fucking tons of content. And it's one that I've always wanted to play, but I haven't had anyone to play with me. And I'm not going to go make friends with strangers. So I'm like, Maybe I'll play it eventually if I'm on an island. Perfect, perfect timing. So yeah, I would, that, that might be something that I would throw on my list too. Like the idea that like, well, I'm not going to have any other opportunity to play this. Like this would be my opportunity. Like you said, it is a massively yeah. or massively multiplayer online game. So yeah, for sure. Maybe. Paul, what are you doing, sir? Who yeah, are you, who are you playing with? Yeah, so I think all my usual peeps. Um, I'm going to go with Mario Kart Eight. Because Ooh. it is incredible, and it um, we play it all the time. They keep adding you know tracks, so like there's a million tracks on it. It's really really good. Um, love that. 
So that would be very fun to play together. Um, I'll include it just because, you know, in honor of the servers shutting down everybody's golf, I would love to be able to chat and golf every night. And if I'm on a desert island um, and it's like one of my few lifelinks to the rest of the world, maybe the Sony will feel (laughs) or whoever is in charge, you know, clap hands will feel so (laughs) moved by that story that they'll keep the servers up. So then what if they don't? Then you're just stuck and you're like, oh man. Well, as per the rules of the game, I think that I get to impose a necessity for the servers to stay open. So I I thought you were going to say that you, you would be so good at it, which is true. Yeah. You would would just wipe the floor with us every time. I would be. It's true. Yeah. I would be, (laughs) I would be very good at it. And then, for my last pick, um, would probably you know? Oh, you know what? I'll throw Elden Ring on here, and then oh. I can just um, yeah, I can I can make friends on there, do PvP, help people out, because that'd be nice. Um, I feel like you know the world is going on without me, kind of moving along. Um, I can't help it. I can't make the world a better place. But what if I get really good at beating? Um, Melania, and then I become the new Let Me Solo Her, where I just like learn all the bosses yeah. perfectly, and new players can summon me, and I can help them, you know, beat the game, which is very challenging. And then you would be a legend, like li- literally, people would be like, "Who's this guy?" And you like you can't go on message boards or social media. You're ju- you just exist in the game, but people would know your name, and they're like, "This guy just comes in and just fucking clears every any boss." <laughs> I just stand there, and I just he just goes to town. <laughs> ah, that would be amazing. And he he all he does every day is he devotes hours and hours to le- being frame perfect, learning every single boss. <laughs> well, that that's the thing is. I Again, I think you would like legitimately become a legend because then people, you know, people would start to poke and prod and be like, who is this person? And they'd find out, they'd find your username and they'd look you up and they'd be like, it says this guy's been missing since August 2022. And like, they were like, is this his ghost? Oh my God. That would be so depressing if you were friends with you. But like, you see a Kotaku, person. You see a Kotaku article that's like, um, from software rescues man trapped on Desert Island <laughs> who has tried to call for help by <laughs> helping other players online. <laughs> he, uh, we need the game economy. Map. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, we were going to send him a sword, but then we discovered he was actually screaming for help. He was trapped yeah. on an island. <laughs> <laughs> and we just kept saying, what's your address? We want to send you a sword. <laughs> and so we had to find him to give him the sword. We didn't rescue him, but he has a sword now. <laughs> he on the a sword. He's using it to crack open coconuts. To drink. We're like, we famously don't like making things easier for people. So we were like, if you can use this sword somehow to get off the island, then <laughs> kudos to you. Yes, exactly. We we gave We gave him... All the building materials you would need for like a, a, a like a, a sailing ship, but no instruction manual. I just, I just <laughs> love the idea that they airdropped him a sword, and then that's it, and then just peace out. Like there you go, enjoy. <laughs> it would be so oh, because the plane would be going over, and you'd be like waving something that's really shiny or whatever, like starting a fire, and you're like, oh my god, they're flying. They, of course, they see me, and you see them drop something, and you're like, oh, are they dropping like a beacon or like a, an inflatable ship or something? And you open it. But knowing you, you would still be really excited. You'd be like, oh, look at this sword. Oh, my. (laughs) But they spell spell your name wrong. Uh, Shmal Shmoskov, which is my my handle on (laughs) it. 
All right. So our last entry is if we're all three stuck together. So let's say we're on this wonderful cruise and we, we get left behind on this island and we have to come up with three couch co-op games so we can make the list together and then we have to whittle it down to three. Which ones, which ones would we pick? So they have, they have to be couch co-op. Um, I'm going to, Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you first. I was going to steal Paul's and say Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because mm. we can all three play. As you mentioned, tons of characters, tons of tracks. I could play that game forever probably. So yeah. I'm going to nominate that. Uh, I have three to nominate. Okay. Uh, Nidhogg. Okay. Nidhogg's really good. Overcooked. Mm. Could finally try to actually beat some of those later levels. And everybody's golf. Oh, yeah. And then we wouldn't have to care about the service. We wouldn't have to care about online because Couch Co-op. That's a good pick. As Couch Co-op? I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's how Andrew and I play. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, and I was going to say, Jacqueline and I discovered it because we were like, can we both play online at once? And then we tried to go into the Couch Co-op version, and then we tried. Mm. So, yeah, it does, which is nice. That would be really good. Um, okay. I, I would just throw um, the uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on there as well, which would be... Very, very fun. And I don't like playing it online because I think, at least, I don't know if it's gotten better in the past couple of years, but like when it first came out, the online play was very unstable. Some matches would be fine, and others I would have like a crazy amount of lag. So I would love to play. That'd be a great couch co op game for that reason. Um, and yeah, no, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I had um, Mario Kart 8, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, I, f- I thought Mario Party Superstars maybe, so that's I, it's on my <sighs> list. But then also Rock Band 4, like with oh, all the songs. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I, I, like I thought about putting a Rock Band on one of my, like my one game thing, but I would assume that would just be the base game and not all the downloadable content. So No, yeah. all the downloadable content, and we get to create our own characters and dress them up. I'm slowly in. Yeah. Yeah. But I would, yeah. I would, I would, we, could, we could be in a band. I would get the real instruments, like do the, the where you can get the, the real guitars and the high quality like, ones. Well, yeah. the ones that are actually like MIDI controlled, so you can actually like play it, learn to play it, sort of like actually learn how to play the instrument too, instead of just doing the buttons. Wait, but do I have so to? Then when they... Go ahead, Paul. I was gonna say I, I did I did play bass for six years, but like, do I have to be as good as all the bands that were playing to be able to enjoy myself? This <laughs> sounds like a desert island hell. I was playing <laughs> I was playing Rocksmith, and I'm like learning how to. I was like learning how to play some of the songs. Uh, Say it ain't so is actually way more difficult on bass than you would think it would be. Uh, huh. There's a lot of like little flourishes in there that you don't hear at first because that bass is kind of buried in there. Uh, but when it gets picked out, there's there's a lot of stuff going on in that song. I mean, I think that was our experience with with Rock Band and Smashing Pumpkins and Nine Inch Nails songs. I was like, oh, I can't wait for those downloadable packs because I know those songs so well. And then we start trying them, and I'm like, <laughs> missing all these notes. Or try <laughs> drumming to like Perfect Drug. That ah, <laughs> Perfect Drug is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that that those are my nominations. So. What's what are some definites? Mario Kart Eight. I know, Ron, you're you're mixed on Mario Kart. Would you? But we, Paul and I have it on our list. So would you be willing to play that with us for eternity? Yeah, I guess if I don't have a choice. But I get okay. the beat. So Mario Kart Eight. But I get the beat Peach. 
That's fine. There's like four peaches, so Cat I'll just peach, pick a different baby, one. <laughs> baby peach. Um, baby the, peach. Like rose uh, gold peach. peach. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so pick your peach. You guys can't get all of them. <laughs> um, so, so Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on there for sure. Uh, what else? You guys responded positively to Rock Band. Does that mean that you want that on there? Yeah, I'd be Rock down. Band 4 and with I mean, all the I DLC. Mean, they're still releasing DLC too, aren't they? Yeah, so I think so. I mean, there's a lot of good songs in there. We, now, could we cheat and like get some of the stuff that got removed? Also, yeah, are we get it all? Yeah, it's a fantasy. Yeah, so if we yeah, have unlimited controllers, scenario. yeah, it's we. Yeah, I, secretly, I want this. I'm like, oh, please get rid of the <laughs> the rest of the world. Just get me alone with some video games. But um, but yeah, so Rock Band for all songs that have been ever released uh, or ever will be released. Um, so that's definitely, so we have Mark Art 8 Deluxe, Rock Band 4. The third one, I think, is where we're, we're getting into fishy territory. What else did we have? We had Smash Brothers, Ultimate, Mario Party, which I feel like we can eliminate because that is fun, but even Mario Party Superstars has five maps or something, yeah, right? There, so need, like, there needs to be a magical Mario Party game with all the boards ever yeah, in the series included. And all the mini games, yeah. Then, yeah. It would, then it would be, I think, a contender. So we'll scratch that one. So we have Mario, well, we have Smash Brothers Ultimate, we have Overcooked, we have Nidhogg, what else? What Everybody's Golf. Everybody's Golf. So of those, what are we feeling? I, I love love everybody's golf of those and we played it recently and we've had a great time and it's very funny you know and i and it's a you know what too it's a great game that you can talk during which mm. is not true of rock band or um well mario kart 8 i guess it's kind of true but also it's kind of intense the whole time so for like a yeah. chill couch co-op game where we're just like shooting the shit and we get to see like all these beautiful landscapes you know, that are so different than the desert island we're stuck on. You know that might be nice too. Yeah, Ron, what do you think? You look deep in thought. I'm trying to you think. Like, of like, like what we have? We have like a competitive game. We have a cooperative game. I guess yeah, like a laid back competitive game would be pretty good. So like everybody's golf, I think would be a good good suggestion. Like Overcooked, good. Like it's cooperative, but man, that game gets really frustrating, Stressful. really fast. <laughs> yeah, so, and it does not take much for stuff to go wrong. Also, it might be kind of torturous because we'd be living off of like crabs and coconuts. All the food and we're, you like, can't eat. <laughs> make this delicious looking pizza. Look at the cheese melting. <laughs> and then send it away. So, yeah, so exactly. yeah, you. you can't even eat water, it. water yeah. everywhere, and not a drop the drink. <laughs> oh God. Yes. All right, so we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Rock Band 4, and Everybody's Golf on this island with us forever. So that sounds fun. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's book a flight right now. Let's do it. Yeah. Yep. Let's go. Oh, man, I love the, the, the tropics. I love tropical settings and stuff. But all right, well, that's that's it. That's it. Those are our updated Desert Island games. So... Thank you so much for listening. Again, next week is part two of our Disco Elysium game club. We are going to try so hard to get through all of it. Uh, I'm really going to make a big push this weekend again. This is going to be the final countdown, baby. We're going to we're going to do it. So listen in for that, and we will update you about the future of the podcast next week as well. Um, I think that's about it, Ron. Anything? You have anything to add, Ron? Nope. 
You can find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Losperman. Ron's on Twitter at Big Bad Ron. He's on Instagram at Not Big Bad Ron. Handsome Boy Frank for his kitties. I'm on Instagram at Joey Crundwell. Um, and I think that's about well, it. Well, you so. know, I you know, I'm on my desert island. I'm playing my ukulele <laughs> on my rock band controller. You know, <laughs> just just lounging, going, ah, what a time! Here I am with these these <laughs> games I've chosen, I've committed to. All of a sudden. A huge bottle washes ashore. I go, what's that? I look inside. It is a Nintendo Switch with a charging cable. Nice try, everybody. (laughs) And it has Threadbreaker on it. Oh, my God. This amazing game. I thought I wouldn't get to play it because I didn't pick it. Oh, no. But it's here. (laughs) Yay. And you guys are there. And it's going to be, you know, you're going to we're going to run out of games eventually to play. And you'll try out Threadbreaker. Breaker, or maybe another castaway will come on the shore. They'll be like, "Oh, hi!" And I'll be like, "Hi, um, here's um, a, a new game." And they're like, "What's a game?" And I'm like, "Perfect. <laughs> this is great. This is gonna be your first one." Throne Breaker. Taylor, what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, Taylor, Taylor, what are you doing? Yeah, Taylor it paddles ashore on <laughs> her life raft and goes, "I love The Witcher and Magic the Gathering. It makes total sense why I would love a game that's exactly like this." I'm like, "Well, you came to the right desert island. Out of all the desert islands, you can." landed on here this is the one because i got the game for you (laughs) so um yeah if you dear listeners want to paddle up to our desert island and play a game i highly recommend that you start with throne breaker check it out right in the window may be closing where you can do this so right in we'll talk about it um i am committed to giving you a game code so that you too may share it with your, you know, figurative or literal castaway, you know, <laughs> friend. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll all talk about it and we'll know what's up. The rest of the, this will be the one case where we'll feel like the rest of the world doesn't get it. You know, they, they don't understand how good this game is, but we know here on our island, we know how good it is and we're having a great time playing Thronebreaker. Check it out. Bam. Yeah, we may or may not only have two episodes left, and so that's only two more opportunities to send in your fan art of Thronebreaker to get a free digital code. So that's the first person who sends in fan art. The offer still stands for these many months. Um, if you have, have fan art or just you want to just imagine a scene from from the game, send it in, and you'll get a game code. It doesn't even have to, have to be good. We're not going to roast you for it, so... Yeah, Thronebreaker, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.